0: Hi, everybody. For the next few episodes, we're bringing you another installment of our OG Check-ins, the occasional series where we speak to some of our OGs, original guests, about how things have been going since we first had them on the show. Today, I'm checking in with OG Vanessa. Vanessa's episode first aired on August 16th, 2021. Here's a clip.
1: My mom, she doesn't want to admit it, but she compared me a lot with other family members to the point where she one time said like, oh, you can't be the black sheep of a family. So you have to show everyone that you can do it, basically. She freaked out. She, I told her straight up, I didn't sugarcoat it. And I said, hey, I'm taking leave of absence. These are the reasons why. And she said, oh, Vanessa, but you already signed the paperwork and why? And I said, Because I want to enjoy my schooling. I want to enjoy the process of of becoming a PA. And I was not enjoying it.
0: When we met her, Vanessa was in grad school, starting to become a physician associate, and had just decided to take an academic break. Taking this leave of absence and telling her parents about it had been a very difficult decision. So for our OG check-in, I wanted to know what her time away from school had been like. We spoke with her in April of this year, just as her break was coming to an end. Let's get into it. So,
1: hi, my name is Vanessa. I continue to reside in the beautiful state of Maine. Last episode, we talked about taking a leave of absence from my graduate program in my physician associate studies and how I talked to mommy and puppy about that. And did you take your break? I did take my break. Um, It was about a year of a break. I'm still on that break currently. I begin the semester in May 25th, roughly, um, of this year. I'm very excited, a bit nervous, uh, anxious, a little bit of
0: everything. Mm -hmm. But most of all, I'm really looking forward to it. So what's been the break like? What did you do? Um, What helped you so, to sort of like get back into the zone where you're like excited to go, mm-hmm. you know?
1: At first, I, I took a couple of weeks to think about like what happened and feel that weight off my shoulders, just off, completely off. Afterwards, I started looking into what I wanted to do. And I mentioned that I really loved animals. So I thought, well, maybe I should consider another um, becoming a vet or a vet assistant. Maybe PA is not the best thing. Maybe like medical school. So I just had a lot of questions that uh, were still unanswered. So I did a bit of research and it was super clear that physician associate continued to be the same path. I was still decided on that path. I was still
0: on that path. Oh, that's great.
1: It yes, it was just okay, this is what I was you know meant to do, meant to be. Now I have to find that I guess that niche of what in the PA uh field I want to to be in. And did you figure that out too? I did. So I also during that break, I actually um did quite a lot. I started working for a community clinic in the city of Portland um, where I work in infectious diseases. Most of our patients uh, were either hep A, B, or C and HIV positive. I learned a lot about um, the public health sector and most of these patients were immigrants from Africa. So they did not speak English. Most of them spoke Lingala, French, or uh, Kenya, Rwanda. I also learned a lot about like more in depth about the MD, MPPA role, because that's who I worked with, those uh, providers specifically. So medical doctor, nurse practitioner, and then physician associates. I asked a lot of questions like, why did you decide to become a doctor instead of a nurse practitioner or a physician associate Um, and vice versa? I also became a phlebotomist on the job. So I trained while well on the job. Okay, and, so you um, didn't
0: really take a break.
1: Well, <laughs> a break in self-discovery and learning and what I like and I don't like. Um, and most of that help came from therapy. So I actually um, searched up a therapist and I went and we talked about that and we talked about these dreams that I kept having of, you know, failing again and not, you know, becoming a PA and, and all these things. And she helped, helped me through that. She also helped me discover like what I like. And so she gave me the idea, like sign up for classes, do something, you know, completely different. So I signed up for like spin classes and, you know, I still continue to go to the gym and cooking a lot more. I didn't want to be, let's say my late forties and not have any hobbies or not know who really I am because I gave my whole life to studying.
0: Yeah.
1: I've also learned and accepted and forgiven my parents and the way they raised me in such a protective way. And so, and at times so conservative Um because most of that like anxiety and that self doubt and like all the struggles I've faced throughout this whole year was probably rooted back to the way I was raised, um, just because my parents sheltered me so much. And they didn't let me do a lot of things that most um, c- uh, people my age, you know, did when they were young.
0: Let's talk a little bit about your parents, right? So mm-hmm. they, at, at the beginning, they were skeptical, especially your mom, about you taking this break. And then right. she, she came around and sent you this text that said, hey, I support you. What was it like for them to watch you take this break and go through this amazing exploration. I mean, you realize, right? <laughs> like, you didn't take a break. You went on this <laughs> unbelievable exploration.
1: I did. I don't think my parents see it as that, um, because they don't use those kind words that you did. Um, they keep and have kept asking um, so what's next? How is the school? How is, um, like, what are you doing to prepare yourself? And so I had to, it's kind of like an update, like, okay, are you just sitting around watching TV or are you actually doing something? You know, and so, you know, I would tell them like what I told you and then they'll be like, okay, great. So when are you going to start studying? Um, In September, I actually wanted to go home and just like reconnect and you know, touch base again, because living in Maine is a completely different experience. And I was like, you know what, like, let's start from the beginning. Let's go back home. And so I told my parents and they weren't happy about that idea. They didn't see it as our daughter, you know, did this um, decision that she's never done before and it's, you know, hurting her. And she wants to come home to us because she sees us as, you know, her mentors, but also like her her protectors in a mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. They saw it as like running away from my problems and being a little bit of like a coward and um, leaving, you know, my partner behind. And I was just like, it's only for a week. Like I'm only going there for a week, guys. And they were like super unsupportive. And they actually um, called my partner to make sure that it was okay with him for me to go with them for a week. Yeah. I was, that kind of opened my eyes more and I was like, wow, like now I don't share everything with them as I did before because of that. So I've learned to draw another boundary.
0: Okay. So I'm just going to be your anger translator for a minute. (laughs) That is completely outrageous. And yeah, so fundamentally disrespectful and undermining
1: because they called me and they were like and they were like you know what we thought about it and yeah you should come over and I was like so it took you three days but sure okay so you know I was really happy and they were like yeah we just didn't think the situation through we didn't think of your feelings we didn't think of like what have you you must be feeling in this moment and then you know my husband came home and he was like Oh yeah, uh your parents just called me and they wanted to verify. And I'm like, oh, so that's why they agreed to it. Like now wow. I get it. Yeah. And um Did you yeah. go home? I did. I went home for about a week and um I kind of went home with that resentment, but at the end I was like, you know, like I kinda got what I wanted, but at the same time, it was just not not the mindset I wanted to go home with.
0: Okay, so what Not to be trite about it, but what's the Mm -hmm. lesson here for you?
1: Uh, I think boundaries. Most importantly, not telling my parents everything that's going on and and learning that I'm 24. And I don't need my parents' permission for every little thing. I don't live with them anymore. Hand up.
0: Everybody say amen. Mm -hmm. But... I do want to point out, because when you were saying that they were asking you, how are you preparing? Are you studying? What else are you doing in the steps to get you back to school? I've experienced that, you know, a, and it's it's the single mindedness of she has to achieve this thing because that thing means all of these other things. And I've been talking more about this because it's become so obvious that the survival of many immigrant Families in the US has meant adapting a template of sorts. And you do this first, and then you do this, and then you do this, right? Because this is how it's been done for generations. And in a way, you and lots of first gents like you have to suffer to break everybody free of that, right? Because then you become an example of how to succeed without following that rubric, following that template, you know? Mm -hmm. So how are you feeling coming into May and looking ahead? Like, what are Mm -hmm. you most looking forward to?
1: Starting the program and and learning, I found that niche in the PA field, and that is um, cardiothoracic surgery, cardiology, and anything within the chest or the thoracic cavity, so I'm very into your heart health, and I preach that every day to everybody that I know. Um, so that's you know that's what I want to do. I also want to continue working in that public health sector. I'm excited for that. I'm excited like for for the growth that I, I did during that year off. A magnificent exploration. This is what right. we're gonna call it. <laughs> It it is because I, I took the time to grow like in the professional way of like getting this job and then the personal growth and also like school. So I also took like classes in community college to keep that mind working and we moved to a new place. So basically I'm starting from zero, like from scratch. So all the bad vibes or all that bad energy was left behind and I'm starting... And you,
0: What support network are you going to build around yourself coming into this challenge, right? Like you've had the experience of being the only one <laughs> before and that really impacted you. So to get ahead of that, have you thought about how do I build a support network beyond my spouse, right? And now beyond my parents, because I've decided to set you know, more boundaries around them so that I feel supported as I go into this.
1: I honestly haven't given much thought to that. But now that I think about it, I mean, that's a very important um, key to the puzzle that everyone says, even the directors of the program, you know, I need like you said, I need to find other people. I have become more open to just being more of an extrovert. Um, I don't like to talk very much and just like to be behind the scenes. But this year, I actually told the new incoming class, like, hey, guys, you know, I was previously in the last year's cohort, so I kind of know what's going on. So if you have any questions, come to me.
0: Okay, so that's a start. And I really applaud you for that, because when you're someone who's used to being in the background, that's big like just raising your hand and being like, hey, you can talk to me. (laughs) It's draining. I was like, I don't know if I should do
1: this. I don't know if I should tell them like, you know, that I took an L away. Are they going to think less of me? And I was like, you know what? I'm still here. I still deserve the spot. I worked really hard and I'm just helping them. Like, I'm not doing anything wrong. So I'm trying to be more um, involved and just be more noticeable than than I thought I, I am.
0: Yeah. All right. So I'm going to encourage you as a big sister to really try to do something more concrete, maybe form a two or three person study group. Right. And you meet regularly, maybe schedule just a group to a check in every couple of weeks and people can just come in if they're available so that you guys can just talk through stuff. I like to me and I'm way older than you. Putting things in my calendar Really commits me to doing them because once you get started with academics, time flies because you just lose hundreds of hours face down in a book. And so if you don't sort of like plan ahead for these interactions, they might not happen for months, if at all.
1: You know, yes, no, you're completely right. I kind of did the whole the first time I did it, I did it kind of solo, and I don't know if because I, at that moment, I was just so disconnected and didn't want to be there that I didn't have the energy to put in. um so I'm hoping that this time around, you know I, I feel that energy, I feel that passion again, and so this time around, I want to do things differently.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming back. I am no, so proud you. of you. You means have <laughs> absolutely impressed me with your determination and your ability to just go, go for it. I'm so happy thank for you. you. It seems
1: like a little things I've done, but when I speak it and people tell me it means a lot to
0: me. So I appreciate that. You've done a lot. You've done <laughs> a you. lot in the last year. And stop calling it a break. <laughs> Vanessa's original episode is called Taking a Break from School, Then Telling Her Parents. And you can find it in our feed and on our website. We've also linked to it in the episode notes. Thank you for listening and for sharing us. How to Talk to Mommy and Papi About Anything is an original production of LWC Studios. Virginia Lora is the show's producer. Kojin Tashiro is our mixer. Manora Bedoya is our marketing lead. and the creator, Julie Galantigua. On Twitter and Instagram, where I'll talk to mommy Bobby. Bye everybody. Same place next week.